As with every episode of Storytellers, this episode may contain themes, storylines, or ideas that may not be safe for work. Headphones recommended and listener discretion is greatly advised. Welcome to Storytellers. My name is Derek, and I am so pleased to be doing this show. You know, I've been doing this show for three years, and I am still trying to figure out a good intro, and yet I think I figured it out. Uh, Welcome to Storytellers, the show that proves that anybody can tell a good story. Um, I'm Derek, and today I am joined by actually three of my friends, which is nice. Um, I am joined by Charmaine. And uh, Sean Bay and the homie Wade. And so what we're going to do first is we are going to ask them how they're doing, give them a chance to introduce and discuss their shows. And then we're going to get right to it because we made a story so long ago. I don't remember. We may forget what it is about. <laughs> that we may forget what it's actually about. So with that, ladies first, Charmaine, tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about your shows. Tell them something about your businesses. The hey, floor y'all. is yours. I am Charmaine Fury, the busiest mixed race, bi-gender, bisexual, polyamorous, atheist, comic book nerd, cat mom, mask making, Gulf Coast Cosmos comic book co-owning, and two-time Asian American Podcasters Association's Golden Crane Award-winning podcaster. Hey, damn! In this podcasting game. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> and I'm wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt, and I got a Spider-Man background, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk that shit. Man, <laughs> I, I ain't never gonna be mad at you when you do it. Tell them more. Tell them more. Did you get very far? Uh get very far in what? Oh no, I'm sorry. That's from Greece. Tell them more about your oh. comic book adventure <laughs> and tell them more about that's your a shows. different kind of nerd. I wasn't I wasn't focusing on. Oh, uh, I'm a well-rounded nerd. I'm sorry. Yes, you are. Militantly Mix is a podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. I also co-host Blurred Comics with Blurred Vision over there. Um Rashani, Blair Vision, and I all went to high school together, but mm-hmm. I didn't know Rashani until years and years later. I was younger. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I have a comic book shop called Gulf Coast Cosmos in Houston, Texas, and sometimes Old Man Raid writes articles for my newsletter. So, Yo, so Houston, Texas, two things. One, I touched down in Texas on my way to and from New Orleans this past week. Um, and I have to say that Whataburger is way better than In-N-Out. No. It's a mixed bag. You know, I used to think that too, but now that I'm here, I would say their burgers aren't holding up like I remember them from 15 years ago when I used to live in Texas. I, you know, I think that some of mine may be just nostalgia and loving what I, what I had for this first time, but at the same time, 
In-N-Out Burger's not the paragon of variety. No, they Correct. they do what they do, and that's all they do. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, but I, I mean, as far as good, I but I mean, I when you look at the when you look at the sum of the whole, the burger, the fries, that spicy ketchup, I'm putting Whataburger above In-N-Out Burger. For me, what Whataburger is the um. It's the uh, the milkshakes. Yeah, they didn't have the Dr. Pepper milkshake when I was there, but they had the poster for it mm. just enough to tease me. They also Dr. got Pepper this bomb ass hum- honey butter that you can buy in a ketchup bottle, like in like in a oh. condiment bottle. Mm. But it's filled to the brim with the honey butter. Girl, look at so. yourself. And okay. then look at me and then look okay. at yourself again and look what you done made me do. <laughs> <laughs> if someone drops an address in the chat, someone might get it uh, um, in the mail. So. I mean, somebody's birthday is coming up. So somebody's I mean, putting stuff in the chitty chat. If someone wants to put something in the chat, I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. a honey butter and some spicy ketchup pops up in because oh i can goodness. get both those things at the grocery store motherfucking so oh my god y'all are so lucky oh jesus christ the only thing i can get at the store here is dirty looks <laughs> 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 now shambe uh what you know up? what you know what you got businesses and industries going on as far as i know because you got a fitness uh you're a fitness mogul so i, I tries to be i tries to be no i um you know I was tired of my daughter having to uh, pay to go to agility. So I have all the weights. I have all the knowledge. I have all of that. And And you got Jones DNA. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I, you know, I went ahead and said, you know what, I'm going to make Jones agility group. And so all the girls that are on this side of town, because travel ball, you have to travel far for hitting and this and that. So I said, you know, look, all the girls on this side of town come to my house on Tuesdays. Let's get let's get it popping, and I'm you know I'm working them out. So, are you um, charging? I'm not as of right now. Just I I mean you know because it's this you know what I mean it's the homies, but I do get you know I be getting gift cards and all that. They you know they okay. they, they, they tune me up a little bit. Yeah. They tune yeah. me up. Okay, okay, yeah, because you so, better be getting something like yeah, like. No, I I'm gonna start making things for real for real. You know what I'm saying? So okay, okay, yeah. Wade, so. what up? Man, family, family, I am so glad you're here, honestly. Like, real talk. Tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about the show. The floor is yours. Tell them something about the 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 the, the artwork that you be putting out, the, the writing you be putting out, like, every artwork. single week, the fire. Right. Just tell them the floor is yours, man. Uh, what can I say? I'm the god of stuff and the lord of laughter, and I'm happy in my hypocrisy. <laughs> um, I, host right. the, I host the Old Man Wade Show, uh, available anywhere you get your podcast. It's essentially just me and um, Super Walk Hobby, who's my co-host, who comes on when he can, and various people who have dropped in on the show. Uh, uh, Miss Girl Main, Miss Auntie Main over here is a frequent guest who people love. Uh, I have to get back on there. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, please do. We're supposed to start something, but uh, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, I also also host another one called the Culture Comic Book News Podcast with Super Walk Hobby and Black Rabbit. Uh, I write for bamsmackpal.com. Mm-hmm. I write some stuff for Charmaine, which is going to continue this year now that I've dropped some of the stuff that I do on bamsmackpal because I'm tired, of, I'm tired of writing for people who pay shit and aren't really going towards my goal in life. I'm write- tired of you not taking enough money, so I can only <laughs> give you so many t-shirts is what I'm saying. Cash uh, them checks is, all, is what I'm saying. <laughs> 
I I I do it for the love, and I do and I do it for my people for free. I, I'm never gonna charge on unless I'm homeless. Um, I also do articles for OldManWade.com. I also write for my best friend uh, BlackRabbit.com. B l a q u e r a b b i t. Uh, can't think of anything else. No, that, that's really it. And no, I have a, a goal of reaching three thousand comic books read by the end of the year. I saw, I saw. And you I'm are right on your way. You. So, this episode, I usually, I usually don't get involved. I get involved sometimes, but more recently, I haven't gotten involved. I've just been the host, standing on the outside, watching everybody else do their stories to prove again. Anybody can tell a story. The premise of storytellers, for those of y'all who are just listening for the first time, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Is simple. I've combined the age-old game of telephone with the art of storytelling. And the way it works is this. I take four storytellers in this situation. It is Charmaine, Wade, uh, Sean Bay, and myself. And I put our names into a randomizer. And whoever goes first in that randomizer starts the story. They have between five and seven minutes to tell their part of the story. They cannot end the story. They cannot bring it to a climax. They just have to stop. Once they finish their part of the story, I pass it on to the next person in the story. They email me their segment of the story, I take their section and I email it to the next person. The next person sits down and listens to that part of the story. They then will write or continue on the story for five to seven minutes. They will then send me their segment of the story. Here's where it gets dicey. I will take that second person's segment of the story and I will email only their part to the third person. So the third person has no idea how the story actually began. They will have to take that second person's segment and from that they will have to bring it to a climax but they can't end it. They will then send me their segment and I will take that third person segment and send it to the fourth person. The fourth person has the enviable task of ending a story without ever hearing the first half of the story at all. So they never heard how it began and the person who began the story never heard how it ends until we get together for this Zoom meeting and we sit down and we listen to the entire story. If you're confused, don't be. It'll all work out in a second. Mm. Now, <laughs> with this story, with me being involved, I wanted to start this story off as soon as I drew the cards, but the randomizer also helped it work out to where I got a chance to go first, and I am so, so glad. Um, the three cards that were drawn for this story, and uh, let's see, who went last this time around? I believe, Charmaine, you're the one who closed it out, right? No, no, I think I, I did. I did three. Shambe, you closed it out. Yeah. So, the... Yeah. Three cards that were used in this story were safety deposit box, wrong way, and nose picker. <laughs> and I love the way Sean Bay just looked up when he heard that because it never comes out that way. Right. I, I didn't know there were keywords. No, you, you yeah. don't know that there's keywords. It's just oh. what we use to establish what the story is going to be about because through the art, if I told you what it was and then we played telephone, you would try and bring it back to what those right. keywords right. were. But now the way it starts and the way it ends is never the same thing. Okay. So, I see. With that, that story can be this, that could be different every time. That's a, uh, exactly. Like it. Love it. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. And with no further ado, let's go ahead and start this story off with my segment. <laughs> I'm really, really proud of this. Now that I think about it, I remember exactly what the fuck I said, and this is going to be dope. So without further ado, let's get this party started. All right, let's go over the plan one more time. Joey, 
Murph, and Reagan sat in their hideout, planning for their next heist. It had been a long time since they had robbed a bank, but times were hard and they were low on money. Every time they robbed a bank, Murph felt guilty, but at the same time, he felt a thrill. There was nothing quite like having people do what he wanted them to do and getting paid for it, too. Mom said if you ever found a job that you liked, you wouldn't work a day in your life, he said to himself. We got it. We got it, Reagan said. You and Joey will go through the front. You secure the guides and the customers. I come in through the back. I put my gun to the fucking manager's head and I tell him to take me to the safe. We've done this a million times, Muff. How many times are we going to work on this? Until we have it right, Murph said. Joey and I are going to go to the front, yes, but we're not worried about the guards. We've been scouting the guards long enough to know they don't have weapons. All they have is a silent alarm that is near the teller's desks. If we secure them, then they can't call the police. It's a small bank. We don't have to worry about a lot of people being in there. We don't need a lot of people. All we need is one safety deposit box out the back. What's in the safety deposit box, Murph? Joey asked. Joey was younger than Murph, but was down for whatever. Younger brothers always were. I don't know, Joey. It's not our job to know. What do you mean it's not our job? Isn't this bank job for us? Are we working for somebody? Did you commission us out, Murph? Yeah, I did. Turns out there's other people who need stuff out of banks, too. And it also seems that while they don't have the courage to do it themselves... They do have the money to get us to do it for them. So how much we making? 250 large. Reagan and Joey looked at each other. 250,000? That's not a lot, Joey said. We can make more than that doing a job on our own and just taking the safe. Yeah, I know it would be. If it was only 250,000. But it's $250,000 each, Joey. We're going to be set for a long time. We'll be okay. So, we're supposed to go in this bank. I secure the safe. Y'all take care of the customers and the bank tellers. Then what? Then we get the safety deposit box. What's the box number? B. 187. Alright, I'll be on the lookout for it. And when we get it, we're gone? Yeah, Reagan. We get it and we're gone. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody loses anything. We just need to get in and out. Well, what if they ring the silent alarm again? Joey asked. They had another partner once. But he didn't secure the alarm. Cops came in, swarmed him. Joey, Murph, and Reagan barely got away. They never forgot about that day. Danny was a good guy, Murph said. But he went about it the wrong way. We're not going to make that mistake. All we got to do is get in. Yeah, 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 Reagan interrupted. Secure the customers. Secure the tellers. I come out with the blammer. I put it to the manager's head. He takes me to the safe. Bada bing, bada boom, 187. We're out of there, right? Right, Murph said. We're out of there. Who are we working for? Joey asked. 
It's better if you didn't know. Why not? Because if you don't know who you're working for, then you can't tell the cops who you're working for. You think we're going to get caught? No, Reagan. I don't think we're going to get caught. But I want to be safe. I want to keep y'all safe just in case anything happens. Well, the only thing that's going to happen is we're going to get paid. Right? Right. Reagan, you got the masks? Yeah, I got them. Let me see them. Reagan pulled out three masks. One was a clown mask. One was a Jason Voorhees mask. And the last mask. Is that a cheerleader? Yeah. I couldn't get much from my mom. I asked her for more, but she said Halloween was tomorrow and there wasn't much at Walmart. Somebody's going to have to be the cheerleader. Alright y'all. Put your hands in the middle. You know how we do it. Ah, Joey groaned, but he put his hand in the middle. Reagan said, you better not cheat this time, and put his hand in the middle. Murph looked at each of them and said, bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. How many pieces do you wish? Joey said, five. Murph counted to five and said, and you are it. Fuck, Reagan said. I always end up with the dumb stuff. He picked his nose, stared at what he pulled out thoughtfully, and then flicked it against the wall. Ew, come on, Reagan. In our hideout? Sorry, man. You know I pick my nose when I get nervous. Murph was about to respond. But then his mom called him in for dinner. We'll see you tomorrow, Reagan, Murph said. And remember... Wear your big backpack to school tomorrow. Joey, Murph, and Reagan were in the seventh grade. I had so much fun with that story. Like, I had so much fun with that I shit. Know. The voice was, every time I heard the voice, I, was, I giggled a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have them be cussing, full-on, psychopathic, Little kids who rob banks. I was so proud of myself. Oh, Sean Bay, since you're you you ended the story, how does it feel to finally hear the beginning of the story? Does it match up with how your story ended? I, I apologize so much for having to go does it match up? I mm, yeah, uh, I can't really, I mean. Without giving too much away, it, I feel, man, it's hard to, it's hard to even say. I can I mean, say that things twisted at my point, at least. Yes, I mean, at least. So, so then it kind of went with that. So it kind of, I mean, I feel as though there was redemption, but they, uh, they get the money. <laughs> How about that? Or uh, try, I, I mean, spoiler say, alert. Yeah, I was like, let's not say that. You could believe that. it's all right so wait um yeah so you went second oh man and i'm already like okay (laughs) we gotta go say it because i don't 
Okay, <laughs> let's we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. I, I am um excited to see oh, what happens next because I never got a chance to listen to any of this. So can, can oh, I... you didn't hear the rest of it. No, because That's since it since I was actually a part of the story, I didn't want to yeah, cheat and listen yeah. to it and take oh, away the nice. the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So can I say something before you start? If it's an apology, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not an apology um, per se, because I did stay with it. I did stay with the character or characters that go involved. So I'm making at least a test of that. But <laughs> a character. <laughs> a, a character. Um, but I kind of um you 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 you'll hear it. I'll just I'm already I've already I've already stilled myself to the to the fact that okay, all right, all right, okay. I, and just I freestyled and I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go in. So okay. Well, also, um a lot of times when I'm not uh the person who's a part of the show, I'm able to do edits and things of that nature. So if there's any um if y'all had any errors or typos or anything they stayed so just so you're y'all probably, you'll, you'll heal oh, I, I i edited mine before i sent it over okay i tried to but i i had sent you something i was like hey there's something at this point and over here at this point because i had he, he, you did say that and i was able to go in without listening and clear out that part which i appreciated good um, yes uh, that was I, I wanted to make sure that okay on this this next stuff and also, my apologies. I'm pretty sure you can hear Valkyrie in the background yelling at her professor. Ooh. <laughs> it's okay. I, I don't remember that part. <laughs> With no further ado, let's get to part two by Wade. Reagan turned around with a disgusted look. He always felt as if all his friends never really took him serious. A lot of the things that he said, they were goofy and they were kind of out of turn or even out of place. But that's just how he is. Just like his nervous picking of his nose, his outbursts were something that helped him relax, helped keep him calm in the most dire situations. And this is a dire situation. It's $250,000 a piece on the line. $5 alone for a seventh grader is a lot, let alone $250,000. So the fact that his friends never really took him seriously with this kind of thing on the line really bugged him. But he couldn't actually talk about it. He always had to play up this role. He always had to be Reagan the nose picker. Reagan the brash. Reagan the one who always makes the inappropriate jokes at the inopportune times. But that's not who he really was inside. He thinks to himself as he walks down this long, low-lit road to his home. He always wanted to say that he had more to offer to his group. More to offer to his team. Not just as a friend but just more to the idea of what they were doing. Reagan knew he had ideas. He had a lot to, a lot of value that could go into the things that they're doing. But for some reason, they never treated him as such. These long walks home after leaving his friends away gave him time to reflect on the things that he could have done differently. But those thoughts turned into obsessions. The obsessions turned into anger. And then that anger turned into sadness. He thought to himself, why didn't I speak up? I didn't want to wear this. I didn't want to wear this mask. I should have been able to pick. I mean, I got them. Why couldn't I wear them? 
I should be able to pick the one I want, he said to himself. But then he realized that sometimes sacrifices have to be made, and as he's noticed throughout his tenure with his friends, he has to be the one to make the decisions. He has to be the goofy one. He has to be the one to take the choices that no one else wants. So while he may not have liked wearing that cheerleader mask, he'd don it proudly, knowing that it would make his friends happier and a little easier when they're going when they're doing things that they couldn't do for themselves. As his thoughts progress and get deeper into his emotions, Reagan realizes that he's home. He turns the key and walks upstairs to his apartment building. He opens a door, mother cooking, father at work, working hard to make sure they keep till they get a living. But in the other room is a closed door. A door that holds a relative that's slowly dying away from an illness. And then he realizes that everything that he's doing is for a reason. $250,000 may not be enough to change generationally, but it's definitely enough for him to change one life. The life of his sister that he loves dearly. His family may not be the richest, nor are they the poorest. They're slightly under middle class, but they've done just enough to survive. But when his sister got sick, they all had to hustle. His father's working double shifts to make ends meet. His mother can't leave and go do the work that she likes to do, so she picks up odd jobs. Anything that she can do at home while maintaining the health of her daughter, his sister. His mother sees him, gives him a smile, and he walks to his room. He grabs all the things he needs for tomorrow's events. He cleans his guns, something that he didn't need to do because he does it every so often, just enough to keep everything perfect and pristine. But something about cleaning the barrel or changing the springs, it calmed him. It relaxed him. He didn't want to use it, but he knew that, as the phrase goes, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. He doesn't want to take a life. But unfortunately, depending on how tomorrow goes, he may have to. He's more concerned about his friends than anything else. They may not realize how meticulous he is and how he studies everything and then thinks of the ins and outs of all their plans. But he knows. He knows more than he lets on. But as he said, but as we've talked about, it's part of what he does. It's part of who he is. Reagan hangs his big book bag on the doorknob on the inside of his room. He packs all the things that they say he needs and a couple of extra things just in case. It's all in preparation for tomorrow's big event. If he can get this right, he'll actually be able to walk in and hug his sister at least one more time. I see now. <laughs> okay. That's the motivation. Yeah, so no, it just I just made me realize something. Thug Motivation yeah. 101. Um, I, I liked it. Uh, you know what? Wade, what were your thoughts when you uh did that segment? I can completely I I it it was a, a bit of a personal thing because I could kind of see like the way it looked, it sounded like this dude was just kind of like, why is it always me? Why do I have to do this? Why and it's like the it, he sounds like the not the protect, it sounds like the the side character that never really complains about any anything. And I can kind of relate to that. It, it just mm-hmm. that's really what it came down to. It was like I sound I, I can see where this guy was coming from, this kid, excuse me, was coming from. So I kind of 
I I really dug the idea of him just like kind of being a lot more serious than it needed to. And I, I'm not going to lie, just the name Reagan alone, considering who was telling the story, was hysterical to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> where are the other two characters at, bro? <laughs> yeah, bro. Because it's going to be a surprise in a minute. <laughs> where are the other two characters I know I had them. I know I had them, but damn. Yeah, no, we had Reagan. This is where was... telephone's going to telephone. <laughs> exactly. That's where, the, that's where that segment of the game comes in. That's mm-hmm. why I'm not even, I'm like, okay. You know, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm like, okay, he gonna he gonna get to the next day of school. He met up with so and so and so and so, and we gonna nope. Now it's about Reagan and his sister, and now I'm about to we about to turn into an episode of Power. They say it's a big rich town. I just come from the brokest part. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I was I was that kid in school, and the teacher would be like, "You didn't do the assignment." Like, ah, no, I did the assignment. No, absolutely. <laughs> One of the things that I told y'all when I was when I emailed each of you, I said, "Take the story and make it your own. Like, have fun with it. This is your story. Um, all we do is we make the foundation for the next part of the house. We're all building a house together. I built the foundation, the basement. You built the first floor. Now it goes to Charmaine, who's doing the second floor. Bashambe. Yes. I had never heard that part. You had never heard that part. What are your Mm. thoughts? It actually, I mean, I, I think that, I think that my part now actually sounds a lot. You know what I mean? It, it may not be connected to yours, but it's cohesive but with the rest though, of it. Yes, and I think the rest of it is gonna, it'll kind of work. I, I mean, I think it does. Uh, just thinking about what I, you know, what I had to for sure put out there. So I think so. Yeah. And Charmaine, that sounds good. Uh, before we get started, is there anything you want to say? Uh, some people's names change for their protection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Witness protection for sure. <laughs> um, in terms of what actually ends up happening when I drop mine, uh, I don't want to spoil, but there are there were moments re- listening back to, to Wade's after hearing yours because it has been a while, so I, re- I vaguely remember um, what was going down. And I remember struggling because I was like, man, this is like hella dramatic, and I didn't – I didn't really like when we signed up, I was like, that's going to be fun. I was like, fuck, this is actually a lot of pressure. And I remember (laughs) a very specific thing that I will say after y'all hear mine that made me decide to go the way that I went. So I'll say that. Okay. And then we'll talk about it after. Okay. It was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I don't, you know what? There's nothing to apologize for. I actually thought that was pretty fucking deep. It was, yeah, which yeah. was a lot of pressure. That was more. That was more. Yeah, it was more introspective on what what he was doing in the mm. in the situation. You know what I also like, was? I I also assumed that y'all thought it was going to be goofy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go a different route this time. I, I was I was pretty sure so I mean, was expecting like jokes and goofs and shenanigans. I, I I literally had no. I <laughs> like I remember being like, oh, this is fun. And then the second Rashani sent me the clip before I even played it, I looked over a tree and I was like. I don't know what I just signed myself up for, but I thought like for some reason, I thought I was going to whip a story out like five minutes. Not going to be no problem. Um, But I it took me I think I took a full two days 
no worries. Because I like tried to do it and then I was like, nah. And then I tried to do it and then I just like, I got to go to work. You know, I got to do some stuff. And then late, I remember when I was recording it, thinking I was officially on the deadline and that was going to be the thing that was going to finally make me decide. And, and I couldn't figure out if I was going to go like in the mad dramatic direction that I was, that I felt like I received versus like, let's get into the spectacle. And then I remembered, oh shit, I'm the climax. So I had to like rework a few times until I got to the place that I got, which we could talk about after okay. um, the very specific thing I said to tree before I got to record. That's what made me laugh towards the end of, I had it on mute, but if you were looking, I started laughing towards the end of re-listening to Wade's because I realized that that was the moment I made a decision that I made. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'm going to see if I could figure out where the decision right. was. While I'm watching your while watching your facial expression, <laughs> right, right, where we were like, well, <laughs> with no further ado, here's Charmaine's segment. Reagan had another sleepless night because his sister had another sleepless night, and he could tell she was getting really close to the end. And if he didn't get this money tomorrow, he wasn't going to be able to save her, and he needed to be able to save her. He can hear his mother shuffling down the hallway on and off throughout the night, trying to offer his sister some comfort, but there was really no comfort to be had. She was dying, and really, the family was kind of dying with her. If he didn't get this money, it was over. So he got up and went through the plan again. The plan. The plan had to work. This was not only his chance to save his sister, this was his chance to prove to the crew that he was to be taken seriously. He's got this thing down to the last second and everything had to go just right. He unpacked and repacked his backpack. He cleaned the gun again and again. Everything had to go right. The gun was in case it doesn't. And he hoped he didn't need to use it. The next day, he went to school like normal. That was the plan. Everybody was supposed to go to school like normal. And then afterwards, they were going to ride their bikes over to the convention center for the big esports competition, League of Guardians. Everybody has been talking about this for weeks. League of Guardians had a million dollar prize. And for some reason, this year, that million dollars was in cash on a table in front of the auditorium on display for everyone to see. And they were going to take it. A million dollars in cash. Split four ways, they would all get 250000 and that was how he was going to save his sister. After school, he headed over to the bikes, and he saw Browder and Johns there by themselves. No solace. Where's Solus? Reagan said. Browder shrugs. He ain't coming. What? What do you mean he ain't coming? I don't know, man. He said it's too much trouble and he's not coming. But he has to get us in. Browder shrugged again. He said his dad'll let us in anyway. His dad'll let us in anyway? That's not all Solus needed to do. He's supposed to help me get the money while you and John are running a distraction. 
Well, I guess you'll just have to get it yourself this time, and we'll just split whatever you can get. Reagan was furious. Split whatever I can get? There's not going to be enough time to grab all the money, and I can't afford to split whatever we get. I need that 250000 Broder just shrugged and looked away. Johns was sitting there quiet. What about you? Why are you so quiet, Johns? Johns didn't say anything. Hello? Are you backing out too? Reagan yelled. Johns shrugged. It's not like we were going to get a million dollars anyway, bro. We just get what we can get, split it. Let's just go, man. This was unbelievable. They're just all kind of casual about the fact that the one dude who's supposed to get us in and help me carry the cash backed out. And now somehow he was supposed to steal. He was supposed to steal a million dollars in cash all by himself while Johns and Browder run distraction. This was not going to work. His sister was going to die. He just stood there frozen, thinking about what the next move was. He was going to kill Solas when he saw him. It's bad enough Reagan has the reputation to not be taken serious, but Solas, the guy that gets us in, is going to abandon us at the last minute without even a word? No, he was going to pay for that. But Reagan had to shake that off because he still had to save his sister and he still had to get that 250000 They rode their bikes over to the convention center and knocked on the door with the code. Two knocks high, two knocks low, one knock in the center, two knocks high. And waited for Solus's dad to let them in. There it is. Um, okay. That's where it turned. I, I like it. Uh, but you know what? Charmaine, thoughts? What were you thinking when you wrote it? So my one, one phrase that I remember saying to Tree was, they're in middle school. It's not like they would rob a bank. <laughs> so i was That's trying to awesome. find the perfect crime that could be worth a lot of fucking money that would be appropriate for middle schoolers to go to so i was like how could middle schoolers get a lot of money and then i used to live in la i used to live over by um Rockstar games and they always had those big League of Legends signs all over the place you know and they had those big tournaments and shit like that mm-hmm. and so I just kind of re- thought about that and I was like oh what if they just had a cash prize that was out in front and, you know they could cause a big enough distraction and for some dumb reason it was in cash and they could just like pop 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 get that money um so yeah and the and it really what got me to to it is when Wade says the event at the end of Wade's thing, he says the event. So that's why I started laughing, um, listening to it back, like after listening to Rashani's and I'm like, God damn, it was a bank. And then listening to Wade's and him say <laughs> event. I, that's why I started laughing. Cause I was like, man. So yeah. And then who's Solis? Who's John's? Who's Broder? Like who are now, these those people? were questions I was going to ask because I was like, okay. At a team of four, he gave me one name. 
I figured out I had to name three characters. <laughs> right. But what were the names of the characters that you had, Derek? I don't fucking remember. Sorry, what? <laughs> what? Well, I wrote them down. I wrote them down so that I wouldn't forget. No, Sean no, you said didn't. Joey, John, there was Joey a, Murphy, oh, there was Joey. and Reagan. Murphy. Joey, Joey Murphy, Murphy and Reagan. Reagan. They were okay. uh, in 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 my mind. In my mind, they grew up in Hell's uh, Hell's Kitchen. Right. Well, that's why and Murph and Murph was a transplant from Massachusetts. He grew up wherever the fuck Marky Mark and them grew up at. Dutchbury or Dornsbury or Roxbury. Oh, Duxbury. Yeah, Duxbury, right? Dorchester. Dorchester. So he grew up there, and that's why he had that accent. He was from, he was, he told people he was close to Boston. We all say, I was close to Boston. I was was 45 minutes away if there was no traffic. Exactly. So that's where I, I came up with that at. And then I was just like, you know what? It would be cool if seventh graders robbed a bank. <laughs> and you're like, no, they, so like like they would do that. Specifically walked over to Tree in the other room and was like, <laughs> these motherfuckers are middle schoolish and they're about to get a million dollars. Like even Tree had to get me out of, I kept focusing on 250 and he was like, you said each. That's and that's I was a like, milli. that's a milli. Oh, like, that's so a- yeah, it fucked me up. So I was like, get what kind of event? And I'm like, you know, LA Rockstar Games, League of Legends. I called this one League of Guardians so that it would, you know, so no one gets sued. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's what happened. Wait, I know I was looking, I was like, <laughs> League of Guardians? What? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. coming up with Wade, what are your thoughts? Oh, what are my thoughts? Mm hmm. Uh, to quote a great philosopher, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to hear that. Let's go. Yeah, you know, I love it though because it's like if someone can take something that was clearly like off of what the first person read and then turn it into like a little more, oh, a little more, a lot more of tempo, a lot more entertaining, and then it switches up and like someone's not supposed, to, no, someone's not there. And then like, and then it's like not now it's not a bank robbery, but I had to find the climactic thing. But you know, yeah. funny about it is, it could technically still be a bank, like you know what I mean. Like the prize, like if someone was writing this or like you know drawing it, it right. could still be a bank. Like whatever is in there, it could be clear. It could just look like you know formed like a bank. Right. Right. Except like that. that I missed out on I I I missed the nose picking thing. I missed the soft safety deposit box. Like I didn't mm-hmm. like when you were set when you when I was listening to your part, uh, Rashani. I was like, wait a second. And I'm like, that's all internal stuff. I got my shit right out in the, like, it's out there. So I thought, you know, you could consider the cash a bank. But I get real, I, I get messed up with how do, how do I, how would one of us, co- like, how would Sean Bay get to safety deposit box from what I did? I just, right. I just, I want y'all to, because I I want y'all to come back for future episodes and I want y'all to let go of the idea of what the person did before you. What the person did before you is just an idea for you to build your story off of as long as it connects. I think we all did that so far. Yeah, so we're doing great. It's not like I, you know, there's humor in, yeah, I heard Derek's part and I was like, where the fuck did that safety deposit box come from (laughs) in the bank and these other two characters? Meanwhile, I'm listening to Charmaine like we just built a whole new person like it was a a three person job and now there's four people involved 
And these names are like inventive. I was like, is, is it solace or is it soulless? Because I wrote Sin right. Solace and I was like, okay, solace. And then I was like, yeah. well, no, soulless. And I was like, oh. So right. The people that I was picturing, I actually have people in mind. And these are the last names of people that I was imagining. Oh, okay. like, and that's a, that's why that's what I what I heard when you said like Johns and Browder Jones. and whatever I heard last names when you because I said it still kind of could go yeah like Murphy Murph Johns you know what I'm saying but he called him Johns you know what I like mean maybe like, we interchanged it or maybe we like say it. yeah or maybe you say that when you're at school so that you know the name that they have later you know yeah other places aren't you know so. yeah so mine were coming because I was thinking about who were the hood rat kids that I knew that would have been doing things. big shit with guns my brother when we were in middle school and that for <laughs> me that's Long Beach right so I had oh. very specific people in my head that I was thinking about okay that'll work too yeah I, did, I yeah. didn't say my brother on the show not at all what <laughs> <laughs> so Sean Bay after hearing the entirety yes. of the story, getting back to your part. Oh, you're the only yes. one right now that has heard the whole thing. I've mm. heard it all. Does it does it does it fit for you? Does it work for you? It, from beginning it, to end? It, I believe it does. I believe. I mean, the beginning sets up something. Obviously, we we go a little bit off. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna write a book well, later on. I, yeah. I've already decided that. Part. <laughs> you got that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, for the last the last two, I believe when you hear the part that I bring up, I kind of bring in some other things that it 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 is coming from Charmaine's. But because of what she gave me, it's also coming from Wade's. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of you, you get a, an understanding of what he was doing and, you know, how that how that works. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, well, and then I go off the same names that she gave me. So she gave me all the names. <laughs> well with no further ado let's go ahead and hear sean Bay's conclusion to this story after reagan's knock rang out he stepped back the boys slowly inhaled as the door opened their eyes darting back and forth slowly solace's dad's head popped out come in quietly he whispered as he ushered the three boys into the back entrance of the convention center and put these on each boy was handed a plastic bag. This wasn't part of the plan, but he had to go with it. They reached inside and pulled out hoodies with a Dia de los Muertos type sugar skull on each of them in different colors, and also a scully mask. Uh, what are these? Broder asked. A uniform change? Are you for real? Johns asked. You have to look the part. Come on, are y'all ready to do this shit or what? Solace's dad asked. Man, put that shit on and let's get into the place, man. Regan understood, and he knew they really didn't have time to ask questions. He wanted to know where the fuck Solace was and why he wasn't there. The boys grabbed the hoodies and donned the new clothing and waited for instructions for the next move. Regan checked the backpack for the gun. It was there, ready to be pulled if and when it needed. He slung the bag over his shoulder and scanned the room for the next place to go. Broder, Johns, follow me, Reagan said. The boys hurriedly followed Reagan. You could hear the crowd. You could hear the announcer. 
Welcome to the League of Legends Championships. The top teams have gathered here today to play for the chance at $1 million. The boys were in position. How would they do this without Sullis? <sighs> Regan played it over and over in his mind. Now coming to the stage, the Agents of Skulls. The boys felt a push from the back as they were pushed out on stage. Here is Raygun. Then there is B Router. And there is John Stone. Uh, fellas, where's your fourth? This is a four versus four tournament. Oh, oh well, there he is. And their fourth is Solace. The three boys turned to see Solace walk on stage with the same hoodie and sugar skull mask pulled up on his head. Regan shouted, I thought you weren't coming. Man, I would never let you and your crew in the crew down like that, he said with a smile. We would never let your sister down. So you have a soul, Reagan retorted. I guess I do. Hey, you like the fits, man? Bruh, this shit look nice. Right? Now let's get this money, Solis said. It all comes down to this, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, we're in the final moments of the game. Who will take it? Is it the Agents of Skulls or Dim Blurds of the Bay Area? I love that name. Johnson Broder, get in a position. It's time, Reagan said over his headset. Solis, do your thing. We are here. Got it. Ray, drop it on them. Not yet. Regan stood up, and all those sleepless nights slaving away on this game, learning the ins and outs, he was doing it for a reason, for his sister. That was all for something now. The crew knew what was about to happen, and you could feel it in the air. Ray, gun, Ray, gun. Ray Gun. He dropped an exact replica of the Gondo gun from League of Legends on the table as he and the team did the last moves to seal the victory. He was known as Ray Gun for a reason, because he knew they would win. He would drop the big ass gun on the table. It was enough of a distractor that it would make the other team flinch at the sound of it hitting the table. And the winners of the agent are the agents of skulls. They are the winners, and they get a million-dollar prize. The boys jumped for joy. They had done it. They had the money to save Reagan's sister. After the celebration, the boys shook the hands of the blurs of the Bay Area. At pizza that night, Ray just sat there in amazement of what had just happened. Hey, man, can you believe that plan worked? Solis asked. I, re I really am astonished. It, it, it did. Boba, Blurds of Bay Area, as known, usually play better than that. It was our day, man, said Broder. I knew they couldn't fuck with us. I had all the confidence in the world, Johns tried to say as the boys threw their crust at him. Hey, hey, these are perfectly good crusts. So, Ray, um, me and the boys got to say something. What up? Ray said. The fellas and I are going to pitch in for your sister. 
So we all split the remaining 750,000 after you take the 250K for your, to help your sister. Bro, you cannot be serious. Reagan looked at each boy in the eyes. They all had tears in their eyes. It's already done. And the crew wants to want you to know. So he says at the end, you got the juice now. Uh, more or less. I, I, I was going to ask you <laughs> what the last words were, but that fits perfectly. And also every voice, you know what? What were you thinking when you wrote this? You know, it, I felt as though, I don't know. I think I may have gone down the same route that, that Charmaine did is that I, <sighs> When I thought of what she was saying, I thought of maybe it was like something that was like a like a heist or something. And he had a gun, and I was like, "Man, I, I I just wanted some type of redemption. I wanted it to be not that he had to use the gun, but that the gun was something that was not what we thought it was." Mm-hmm. Um, and so for him to like be known as this dude that just drops a big ass replica gun on the table, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like throwing his dick out there, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, he's showing like, hey, I'm finna beat y'all. You know what I mean? And so it, uh, that, that was kind of what I was going for. And then I just wanted, you know, the, the, the kind of, like I said, like a redemption, like they were, they were in it at first to, and it, and it made people feel as though this is, this is going down the route of, you know, young black kids, you know, getting caught up. They got to get some money and somehow going to make it. But this is like, now they're all clean. Um, they did something, the renown and their boys enough to say, hey, your sister needed 250,000. Now you're not just out no, you know, any money. You could take care of that 250,000 for your sister. And then we will split the rest of that money because we wanted to do it for her as much as you did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of how I went with that, with that route. Okay. Charmaine, thoughts? Um, yeah, I was even it, like I felt bad that I was putting on Shamay somewhere it was like, OK, I left you at the door. Now figure out how to how to do the crime. Um, but I think that I, I like I like the way you worked it out. And I think it's also like, I guess, again, in my head, reasonable thing for like middle schoolers to have gotten caught up in. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I can see a lot of Shambay in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the blurs of the ble- bay, the, the blurs of the, the bay, yeah, boba. The, whole, um, yeah. the sugar. That was the part stuff. that I went in there and I had to, I had to make some cleaning around the right. the, the boba part, and I was like, okay, yeah. I didn't even think about it until just now. Like in hindsight, I should have been like, wait, what the fuck? But of the bay, are you man? Yeah, no, but what this is like on? after all I knew was my part. Right, right. No, and you're like, Boba, what the, Boba, yeah. what the fuck? I respect that you didn't <laughs> listen to the rest because that, right, that right. temptation would have been rough for me. You know what? It is it, it is imperative and it gets easier uh, through doing Ratchet Book Club mm. that I don't skip ahead because if I skip ahead, then I lose any of the surprise that I would have had when I'm actually doing it for the show. Right, right. So, so I got it worth it though. Like, uh, let me rephrase it. <laughs> Like no, like the fun, like and like knowing that like he's 
resisted the temptation of doing it. Like, what do you, like, I understand, like, you know, the professionalism of it, but like, just personally, like, mm-hmm. is, it, is, it, is it like, is it as fun not knowing? Um, yeah, yeah. Because if I knew how the story went, then it's like, I went to see Spider-Man before I took my wife and kids to see Spider-Man. And so the second time I took them to see, or the time I took them to see Spider-Man was the second time for me. And so while everybody else like laughing and cheering during parts that I'd already seen, I'm looking to see if there's stuff that I missed. So while y'all would have been like, oh, this happened in the story, I would have been like, yeah, let me see what else I missed and mm-hmm. gather more information. There would have been a different vibe than the vibe that y'all had hearing this all together for the first time. I don't yeah. want to ever take that away from the group um, when I'm involved in the story. Now, when I'm not, like, um, those, those, if I, if I hadn't been a part of the story, then I would have went through and listened and made sure that the audio was good and that there was no, like, sound drops or anything like that. Um, I would have followed up with Sean Bay and been like, yo, the last part drops off before they say the last words. Is that something that you want to uh, rectify? Do you want to put anything on the end of that? But it worked out the way it worked out. And he actually was here to say, you got the juice now, homeboy, which actually works out perfectly because that's what I would have said. And then I would have been like, shut up, nigga, because (laughs) we're about to do be (laughs) Right. Because, Um, but it, and it also, I mean, it comes back to kind of like the the booger picker, right? So mm -hmm. the way that Wade brought it on from you, right? And then you kind of, made it where people weren't taking him serious mm-hmm. right That's and then all of that came and then boom now he has to choose now and now his crew is like hey you the, you the man you the one and i love how i went from reagan to ray gun yeah <laughs> when I, once i realized that happened i started giggling a little even the soul list part like oh so you're right not so like rich. these are all video games these are all gamer tags and i'm like yeah. you know what that actually works like i was like okay because yeah. even can... b rotor like like mm-hmm. you can see that 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 like even that works um like okay, and this is, john's this is could be dope. j-a-w-n-s or it could be j-o-h-n-s like it could you know there's a different yeah i liked it i um, enjoyed it um, the switch on like Bob. The first thing I heard Bob, I was like, that? It's a nerd, it's a blurred thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a blurred thing. Fucking dope. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I had a mind, an idea of where I was gonna go, but this is not the first time that I've written my segment of the story and was like, it's gonna be so great, and then come back and find out. Because the next person just like, you know what, I'm going in a completely different direction. But at least this time, I can see how it became what it became. Mm-hmm. Like you introducing how Reagan was doing this for his sister. I can see how the impetus of the story from that point on would be him and his sister and nothing else matters because we were not soulless people here. That's just a, that's a, that's a character in the book. So I thought it was great. I feel like every section is very reflective of the person who told their section. No, because I ain't robbing no banks. Well, no, I'm not saying that, but like (laughs) in terms of like in terms of like the creative way that you were getting into it, you could have told a bank robber story, but you were like, nah, nigga, middle schoolers. Mm -hmm. Right. Like because you you like to twist things on its head like that is a very that's that's a Rashani character trait where you're like you're looking at it like this. But guess what? Middle schoolers. Right. (laughs) And then and then Wade, (laughs) you know, Wade. 
I know you talk about being like a jokester and stuff like that, but you're actually really serious. Yes, you are. No, you really are. And so for you to take something that like if I had gone second, I would have been like, what is Rashani talking about with middle school is raving a bank? This fool is crazy. So I would have tried to figure out a way to make it goofy or blurty or some shit like that, which I think is kind of what I ended up doing. But because you went the way you went and you brought up the sister being sick, I fixated on it's a for the family saving the honor of the family type of thing. So I went Charmaine style on it. Right. Like, so, and then Sean Bay brings it back to like, it has stuff with his family. It actually has shit with like his kids in it. Like his family, like you can, I can see a lot of the things that is influencing his portion of it because of how well I know him too. So I think every section is a reflection of the teller. Um, of a personality trait or something like that that each of us have which is what makes it interesting and fun but um Mm -hmm. but yeah like i i got to the point when i was about to tell my part that i felt so like i need i need to be serious this is important you know rashani wants to do this thing this is important and i stressed myself out (laughs) until i like it took so much for me to like come up with my section and then i thought about it for days after i was like I hope I don't let Rashani down. You know, like I was sitting right, there right. doing that. It's literally impossible because <laughs> this is your story. And that's all I want people to see is that you can write a story. You can literally add this to your repertoire. Like I wrote this. I did this. I wrote a story. This was what I did. I can't judge you for how the story turned out because it's your story. Like, I just wrote one part of it and then passed it on. And I think end to end, it was absolutely fantastic. I had another um, podcaster who was on the show with me and they did an episode. They, they do a true crime podcast. And the story ended up where the person at the beginning, at the end, they ended up being a serial killer. So now I'm doing a podcast with, three people who are really into, you know, we're, we're black nerds, we're blurs. And so it went the blurdy route. Like it, it right. really speaks to who you are as a person and what your interests are as what the show turns into, you know? So I'm always fascinated. This is literally like a case study for me to see how these things go. And I haven't had one yet in the newer seasons that I've done where I just felt like that was an absolute shit show and I'm disappointed in this and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Damn. That was, I, I had some I when, I, when I first started the show. When I first started the show, there are some that were just, they didn't even come out. I didn't put them out. They were just, oh, really? but now I, I'm always just truly impressed at what y'all come up with, because you also have to keep in mind, y'all are first time story writers. The version Uh, of this I've done before was a friend that would write a story and mail it to you and ask you to pick it up and then ask you to mail it to someone random. And then they would pick it up and they would mail it. And then it would eventually, after a certain amount of story versions, it it was supposed to go back to the original person. But that original person didn't always get it back. And so we would, so I never got to hear or read these random things that I participated in. I only knew it from up until the point that I, that I got to my side of it. And I always thought like, that was a fun idea. If only the payoff was eventually we could 
read the story. And this yeah. is like, this is when we're still getting used to the internet and shit like that. Like the internet exists, but we didn't realize how to use it. So we were handwriting stories and mailing it to people all over the country and shit like that. Yeah, this I'm- was fun. Because we have the payoff of getting to listen to it, but the it was also stressful because we couldn't get together for yeah. what is it like almost six weeks or something right, like that for a bit to make it work. Yeah, yeah. These Literally things lock, happen. After you told me about it, I'm gonna lock myself in the room because now that uh, my wife's niece is gone, we I was like I got a spare room. I locked myself in a room. I said I'm gonna do this shit now because if I don't do it now, then it's not gonna get done. And I was like I'm not gonna. I was like, I'm not trying to get the wrath of the shot. I was like, nah, nope, 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 do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like, but this was also a good exercise and it motivated me to like go back and re-edit my book I'm writing. So this is it was fucking nice. great. Nice. Wonderful. It was it was honest to and it was fun. Like I could not be like happier with the fact that we actually had a chance to do this. And I know my work schedule is booty because I'm on overnight, but thankfully it works. I have a night off. So okay. yeah. So, nice. And it was beautiful. It's always beautiful, y'all. So, Wade, tell them again where they can find you at, man. Um, you can find me at oldmanwade.com, uh, blackrabbit, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T.com. You can Google Bam Smack Pal Mark, and my name will come up. You can find me on the Old Man Wade Show, wherever you listen to podcasts. And for some reason, I'm on Audible, too, so word. Not getting paid for it, but, you know, Audible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can find me sitting on the couch with my wife. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, oldmanwade.com. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Charmaine, Sean Bay, which one of y'all want to tell them again where they can find y'all at? You, she, she does the best. I mean, she has the the most. You know, I, I wasn't going to say acumen, you, but yeah, you, you right. You can find Blur Vision and me at Blurred Comics, B-L-E-R-D-C-O-M-I-X-E-D on all of the Instagrams and the Twitters and the social medias. Uh, You can find me at Militantly Mixed or at By Furious or at GCC Comics uh, for Gulf Coast Cosmos um, or Sir Auntie Maine, M-A-N-E on the Instagrams and the Twitters. Yeah. And I'm just Blurred Vision on IG. Is nerd vision on IG. Um, yeah, for sure. OG blurred, blurred, OG vision, on blurred the... vision on the Twitter sphere. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, no, I just go on there to look at some movies, but uh, yeah. No, oh, and read stuff as well. So, yeah, Hello? sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love like randomly going on Twitter and like, because I'm up all hours of the night and I'll randomly go, who like, oh, like, oh OG blurred vision like this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I liked it. <laughs> So, again, um, y'all can leave a review for the show on Spotify. Literally, if you look underneath the show, it's right there. You just push the button. It takes 13 seconds. Um, If you want to leave a review on Podchase, you can go ahead and do that and then cut and copy it, or rather copy and paste it into Apple Podcasts, and then copy and paste it into Good Pods. That should take you about five minutes overall. This especially. is why you are Rashani, because I would never think to add. I'm like, review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review your podcast. But you're over here like copy and paste your review and plug it into every motherfucking podcast there is. Yeah, every motherfucker. And, and then, you know, I mean, it, 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 look, 
I'll be honest with you. I don't even write anymore when I write reviews. I just, y'all know you have voice to text. So use voice to text from your phone, speak it in the pod chaser, or if you're using your computer, speak it in the Google Docs, copy and paste it in the pod chaser, copy and paste it in the Apple podcast, copy and paste it in the good pods. And that's that. Yes, wait. Are we just going to ignore the fact that he really dropped the camera online? Like, I don't write anymore. Oh, I, I don't even listen to Cameron. The only Cameron song I've listened to is Oh Boy and Bottom, Bottom of the Pussy Hole. Like you do. I had to go find that song when I heard it was a real thing. I had to Bottom go listen it. to it. <laughs> There's no way I wasn't going to listen to a song called Bottom of the no, Pussy Hole. This is some old That's 90s the- stuff before Cam became Cam. I was like, Bottom. I'm sorry. As the only person in this group chat that With- has a pussy, even I am not 100% sure which part is the bottom. <laughs> I mean, either if it's a hole, is it like the whole? Is, <laughs> is there it a whole because side this part is facing down top? now, so that's the bottom? <laughs> I don't know. He actually <laughs> did. He did the initials, so it's called B O P H on his album. Y'all can look it up and then see what he thinks is the bottom of the pussy hole. Um, yes. I, I actually thought he was talking about the bottom of the rabbit hole, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, yeah. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. You can uh, just go to the tip jar. Y'all owe me. And also, all donations go directly towards buying movies for hindsight, television shows for uh, the Return to Oswald series, and books for Ratchet Book Club. Um, Oh, yeah. Voicemail number 916-633-1537. Charmaine was telling me about a podcasting venture that I'm going to look into where you can actually do voicemails. Uh, It's a pretty interesting system. We're going to check into that as well. But right now, we just have the Google Voice still because I'm old school. Thank you all so much for listening. You can also hit us up on Twitter. That's the last thing. Um, Storytellers is on Twitter at Storytailspin. Now, that is not T-A-L-E Is it? Storytellspin It is spelled like the old Disney cartoon So Storytellspin O-E-O So that is Yeah T-A-L-E-S-P-I-N Storytellspin Is the name of our Twitter feed And you can check us out there Or you can check me out at Ratchet Book Club I talk on either one of them I don't really give a fuck But For Charmaine And Sean Bay And Wade I'm Derek, proving to y'all once again that anybody can write a story. Y'all have a great evening. We'll holler at you later. Peace. Bye. Bye.
The theme music for Storytellers was provided by Revolution Void, and it's called Someone Else's Memories. You can find it at the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast.